Good evening, good evening, good evening. Sideline Junkies back at you with that promised post-game show. Me, I'm KG, sitting in the booth with my man Delonte. What's happening, brother? What's good? Sure enough, tastes like victory tonight. I bet it does. I bet it does. I mean, we got this has been an exciting day, period. I mean, rough on picks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But exciting nonetheless. Yeah, man. Uh, As the week stands so far, we still got two games left to be played for week 13. Each and every one of the sideline junkies has six losses. Mm. Now, these next two games will separate the wheat from the chaff because we went together on quite a few games. Uh, may, majority, I say 75 to 80% of the games this week, we went the same exact way. That was it. But this 8 p.m. game, Pittsburgh versus the L.A. Chargers, and tomorrow night's game, Philly and Washington are ones where we strayed away and we didn't follow each other. So this is going to separate the next two games, separate the men from the boys. All right, let's get it. All right, let's jump into some action. I'm just going to run through this real quick. Uh, it's normally BJ job, but he on special assignment right about now. Let's start off with Indianapolis Colts taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jeez. Yeah, they uh, the Colts, they, they picked today such a critical day with it. A muddled AFC playoff pitcher to put up a donut. <laughs> like, that's shocking, but anything can happen on any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. That's the mo- the uh, the motto and the mood for the day. They lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars six to nothing. Uh where my stats set here. Come on now. Of course of, of course you don't give me stats. Okay. Uh Andrew Luck. 35 of 52, 248 yards, one interception. Marlon Mack, eight carries, 27 yards, uh, no touchdowns. He was the leading rusher for the Colts. Eric Ebron, 10 catches, 81 yards on 16 targets. T.Y. Hilton, eight catches, 77 yards on 13 targets. Oh, man, that's just – that's Andrew Luck throwing that ball an awful lot this season, but – on the other side, Cody Kessler, 18 to 24, 150, no touchdowns, no INTs. Carlos Hyde, 13 carries for 36 yards. He was their leading rusher. <laughs> TJ Yeldon, seven catches, 49 yards, eight targets. Uh, Dante Moncarif, three catches, 40 yards. I mean, this wasn't really a, a – a game that you just like really had to see. <sighs> What's your thoughts on the dead Delonte? Uh, it turned out to be a, 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 a snooze fest type of game. Like, you know, it was just struggle stats all across the board from Hyde with the 13 carries for 36 yards to luck. Um, you know, he did what he did and, you know, the rest of the team couldn't produce. Um, you know, it was, I would say it was, you know, a, a defensive game, definitely because Jacksonville, they didn't score any touchdowns either. It was just two measly field goals, but, you know, those measly field goals, you know, got them to win. So, 
they did enough. All right. I'm I'm just I ain't got no thoughts on this game. So that's I had to defer to you on this one. Because yeah. I got no thoughts whatsoever. I mean, we all picked Indianapolis. This is one of them games where we all went straight across the board, Indianapolis. Yep. And the way the way uh Jacksonville has been struggling this year. You know, you like, well, hold on. Blake Bortles ain't starting. They they got a chance, but not that big of a chance. So I just uh, I'm moving right along. Let's 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 jump out of this. Um of course, all my stuff freezes. Uh the next game we're gonna jump into is Carolina versus Tampa Bay. Can you say shock? Not really, because um I'm 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 uh Carolina man. This is like in the midst of this losing streak, this is another game that they should have won. Just like that Detroit game where they went for, tried to go for two and, and didn't convert. The Seattle game where Russell Wilson tore him up at the end. And then today, like it's just no man, like shout out to McCaffrey. McCaffrey's been balling, but you know, it's not much help. So it's starting to kind of like low key come all you know come together by the seams in, uh, out there in Carolina. Let me let me say something about Christian McCaffrey. He gave me a hot a hot fifty points in fantasy. So I, I'll take that. Uh, Cam Newton twenty eight of forty one three hundred yards, two touchdowns, but a costly costly. Four ints. Yeah, man. Oh man, that now that hurts. Yeah, it hurts. Come on, Cam. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, ten carries, one oh six, no touchdowns. Uh, Cam had six carries for thirty three. Curtis Samuel, six catches, eighty eight yards on eleven targets. Christian McCaffrey also added nine catches for fifty five yards on ten targets. Uh, Devin Funches all the way at the bottom, one catch, 10 yards on three targets. Uh, Greg Olson, one catch for 13 and one target, and he is gone for the season. Wow. So I, I don't know. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm hurt that he's hurt because he's such a good player, but I think this is it for uh, Greg Olson. I think it's time for him to go ahead and hang up the shoulder pads, hang up the cleats, and pick up a mic. Yeah. Because uh, he's, he's been injured, what, three out of the last four years? Yep. And they've been season ending? So, uh, get well soon to one Mr. Greg Olson, one of the best tight ends in the league. On the other side, Jameis Winston. I mean, I had to look at this twice because I thought it was Fitzpatrick, but Jameis Winston. Yeah. 20 of 30, 249, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. And then he led the team in rushing, five carries, 48 yards. Mm-hmm. Peyton Barber was behind him, 16 carries, 45 yards. That is not bad. That's pretty good. Uh, Chris Godwin, five receptions, 101, six targets. Adam Humphreys, seven catches, 61 yards on nine targets. Mike Evans, four for 48 on six uh, targets. 
man, I, I was kind of skeptical about Carolina being without um 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 Djax. But hey, they just stepped up and showed, hey, we 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 can play without our deep threat. We good. We all right. Yeah, I, they um I don't, I don't know if Djax is going to be there next season, man, to be honest. You know, especially if they can win like this without him playing like they'll probably look and be like, you know, big contract, you know, he's kind of getting up there in age. You know. Well, word on the street is he wants to come back to D.C. Wow. And and that's what I – I mean, that's word on the street. Uh, it's, I heard it from a source. I'm not going to say it was a reliable source, but it was a source nonetheless. And they were kind of sort of close to the situation. And around the trade deadline, they were saying, hey, he was asking to be traded back to the Redskins of all places. Wow. Oh man, that's 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 interesting. But um, when you look at the Redskins receiving um, corpse, they um, I wouldn't be mad, I wouldn't be opposed, or I wouldn't be mad if they welcome uh, Djax back with open arms. In my opinion, him and Pierre Garcon shouldn't have never been let to walk out of this out of town. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, people bash me for my opinion about this team here in DC so much, but I'm ne- I'm pretty much never wrong. Right. So let's go ahead and travel down south to the ATL where Baltimore defeated the Atlanta Falcons uh twenty six sixteen. And that... go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That was Atlanta, man, like uh, I think I said it maybe like a few, a couple shows ago. Um, this, you know, Matt Ryan, he won the MVP a couple seasons, like like two years ago. They went to the Super Bowl two years ago, but it seemed like ever since that whole twenty-eight to three meltdown, like they haven't been the same, man. They haven't been the same in the shows. I'm gonna tell you something, and. Tell me if I'm right. If I'm wrong, I you know I don't mind you saying, "Hey, you, you wrong for that." Mm-hmm. But think about this: Atlanta has taken on the the same path. Uh, let me rephrase that: Atlanta has started down the same path that the 2003 Buccaneers went down after they won the Super Bowl. That hangover was too great. Yeah, right. and then also the 2003 Raiders took on that same path where they just tanked and nosedived. Yep. So, I, I, that's just the way it looks. But uh, we had an RG3 sighting in this game. Yeah, he actually led him to a field goal. He, yes, he, um, he can play. But I, I need him to kind of um, coach up uh, Mr. Jackson on how to, you know, how to protect himself. I believe he suffered a concussion. Right, and then came back. He was in concussion protocol, but he came back into the game. Uh, Lamar Jackson went 12 for 21, 125. Uh, Sam Cook, 101 for 21 yards. RG3, Mr. Robert Griffin the third, 2 of 4 for 21. Um, Gus Edwards, 21 carries, 82 yards. 
Lamar Jackson, 17 carries, 75 yards. Uh, Ty Montgomery had three carries for 13. I actually forgot the time Montgomery played with the Ravens. Uh, Mark yeah. Andrews, three catches for 47 yards. Um, Ty Montgomery, five catches for 42. Michael Crabtree, three for four, 36. <sighs> Not really great stats, but, hey, when you get a win, it doesn't even matter. All right. On the flip side, Matt Ryan, 16 to 26, 131, one touchdown. Uh, Ito Smith, seven carries, 22 yards. Tevin Coleman, six carries, eight yards. Austin Hooper, five receptions, 44 yards and a touchdown with five targets. Uh, Muhammad Sanu, three catches, 37 yards, four targets. Calvin Ridley, three for 22 Five targets. Julio Jones is only targeted eight times in this game. He had two catches for 18 yards. This is Julio Jones we're talking about. Yeah. He's gonna leave. Like, I, don't, I don't think he's gonna be there too much longer. I'm 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 not I'm not following. I'm not understanding. I'm 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 lost. I'm puzzled. How do you not Julio Jones is to what the Atlanta Falcons to what Jordan Reed is to the Washington Redskins. What does BJ say? Jordan Reed has to get 10 to 12 targets a game at least. At the least. Julio Jones has to get 10 to 12 targets. Because you they say, okay, he's going to Julio. They're going to start shading over the top. Every time Julio moves, it opens up the field for everybody else. All right. So I, I don't know what in the world's going on down there. But Let's jump into Winnebago and take a trip all the way over to Houston. Oh, the Texans, what, uh, eight, eight straight wins, the Texans? Nine. Nine? Yeah, they're not losing Nine. no more this year. If you, if you look at the schedule, you'll be like, oh, man, it's a it's a cakewalk. I mean, but, you know, it's, hey, they didn't make the schedule. No, they didn't. They did not. And they – take out the Cleveland Browns and this is another game all across the board the last the Indianapolis Carolina the Baltimore now this Houston game all the way across the board every sideline junkie had the winner we won these games or the winner or the loser mm-hmm. uh, Houston won this game 29 to 13 uh, stat wise geez um, Baker Mayfield boy huh Baker 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 yeah, what well, four picks? Yeah, if I can every everything's moving slow right now. It's like when you want it, everything moves slow. All right. All right, here we go. Uh Baker Mayfield, twenty nine of forty three, three hundred and ninety seven yards, one touchdown and three picks. Uh, but he almost threw for four hundred. I mean, geez. Nick Chubb, nine curves, thirty one yards. I mean, we didn't even have a Duke Johnson sighting. Nick Chubb is the actual only one on this uh, on this stat line for rushing. He's the only one with on the Browns on the stat line. Wow. Nine for 31, uh, one touchdown. Uh, receiving Jarvis Landry, six catches, 103 with nine targets. Uh, Antonio Callaway, three catches, 84 yards on six targets. Rashard, was, uh, Rashard Higgins, four catches, 62 yards. Nick Chubb had three catches 
Rashad Perryman had two catches. Duke Johnson did catch two. Um, I, they slung the ball around a lot, but they just didn't play good defense. I tell you that. Nah, not at all, man. Deshaun Watson, on the flip side, Deshaun Watson, 22-31, 224 yards, one touchdown. Lamar Miller, 19 carries, 103. Lamar Miller is just an absolute monster. Yeah, on a low. People sleep on him, but the, the dude can fly the play, man. How in the world did Miami let him walk? Mm. That's a good. That's the question that I got. How did Miami let him walk? Ah, have no clue. Alfred Blue had 13 carries, 54 yards. DeAndre Hopkins. I I, I consider DeAndre Hopkins one of the best receivers in the game. Absolute monster. He got a quarterback that knows how to find him. Just absolute beast. He was had seven catches, 91 yards. He had 12 targets. 12 targets for your superstar, and you win the game. But he caught seven of them. Demarius Thomas, three for 32. DeAndre Carter, six for 32. I mean, these guys played exceptionally well. I'm not even going to lie about it. They just, I, I don't. They're going to win their division. Oh yeah, that's no doubt. We so we can agree on that. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll probably clinch uh, as early as next week. Man, oh, let's take a trip. Let's backtrack across the country. Take a trip to Miami, where the Dolphins uh, took on. BJ's Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Miami came out on top of this one, 21-17. Yes, uh, sir. A little news from that game. Uh, defensive end, what's his name? Jerry Hughes got into it in the tunnel with the officials. Hmm. And he, he said some things that, you know, I, I think the league will look at, but he was very upset. He told him, he said, you know, I'm going to catch you. I'm going to catch you. Oh, and wow. He, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he's feeling the way that a lot of us fans are feeling about the officiating this year in the league. Mm-hmm. It's piss poor. But, I mean, you don't want to use officiating as the reason why your team's losing, but, dude, <laughs> they've blown a lot of daggone calls. So, yeah. we'll see exactly how that's going to flesh out for Jerry Hughes, the Buffalo Bills, and how all that's going to work. But Josh Allen, 18-33, 231, two touchdowns, and two INTs. I mean, not bad coming back. But he had nine carries, 135. Man, I don't know if you see it, but bring him a big play receiver and possibly another breakaway running back. I don't think LaShawn McCoy is a, Blake, a breakaway running back anymore. Mm-hmm. But get him a breakaway running back that's gonna that makes you fear to run, but a receiver that makes you fear to pass. Right. And he's going to rack up some serious numbers once they get it together. And I'm talking – when I say serious, I mean I'm talking 2012 – RG3, Colin Kaepernick, but they were lighting the league up as quarterbacks rushing. Oh, yeah. I'm talking, uh, what was that, 04 Michael Vick? What was that, 03 Michael Vick? 
killing everybody, running all over the place. Yeah. You know, first quarterback to rush for a thousand yards type thing. Speaking of LaShawn McCoy, he was 15 carries, 52 yards. Um, Zay Jones, four catches, 67 yards, and two touchdowns. Not bad. Isaiah McKenzie, four catches, 46 yards. Kelvin Benjamin, two catches, 20 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's all you can say about Kelvin Benjamin. I mean, what else can you say? That's true. It baffles me. I, this is the thing. I, I understand sometimes you may lose your love. You may lose your passion for the game. But when it's that time, it's time to go ahead and just say, you know what? I don't lost my love. I don't, I don't want to play anymore. I'm, it feels like work. It's not fun anymore. Right. Because you got 52 other guys on a team. And I'm not saying that's the thing with Kelvin Benjamin. But from the outside looking in, it's just like he's not having fun anymore. He doesn't love to play this game. Right. So, I say walk away. That's just my opinion. Ah, On the Miami side, Ryan Tannehill, 16-24, 137, and three touchdowns. Kenyon Drake, who I left on the daggone bench today. Seven carries, 31 yards. Frank Gore, eight carries, 21 yards. Uh, Devontae Parker, four four receptions, 43 yards. What you think about this Miami team there, Delonte? Like I mentioned earlier, you just – you don't know what you're going to get on a – you know, per week. Um, You you don't want to call them a bad team. You don't want to call them a – good team you just like okay all right you got 53 guys that are suit up and come out there and they're gonna play a game you know whether now they're gonna win or lose like they just they have no identity man and oh my god you just you just don't know what they get they got a couple good pieces you know and i understand Tannehill. he's dealt with some injuries as he does seems to do every season but it's just oh man he just they don't have no identity Hey, I agree with you with no identity because it's not it's not like I guess because we're older. And right. I think of Miami, you know, Dan Marino led, you got the Mark brothers, or you got uh what was his name? Tony Martin. You got those guys, you know, running around and playing, and everything's cool. But that's not this team anymore. Mm-hmm. So eh. I'm just I, if they make the playoffs, I think they'll be one and done, and I hope I'm wrong because Tannehill has fought back from injury after injury after injury to, you know, pretty much come back and still play at the top of his game, and I think that's pretty good on right. his end. But I just I, – I would like to see him actually – get into the playoffs and actually get a deep run. But, you know, I'm talking AFC championship game at the least. Yeah, He's talented. Just put the talent around him. Yeah, I agree. Let's get five this Winnebago and get on in and head up to East Rutherford, New Jersey, where the New York Giants defeated the Chicago Bears in overtime. 
Gee, me, Christmas. Can I? I'm gonna say it again. Can you say shock? Yeah, you can say shock. Um, I think, I think this was probably um a trap game for Chicago, and not only that, I mean they they still could have won, uh, but I think this is probably the the traditional trap game. They probably was you know going in there. America thought they was gonna win. They thought they was gonna win, but the Giants they punched them in the mouth. Of course, I mean they needed overtime to do it, um, but you know the Giants got it done. So Chicago they're sitting at eight and four now. The Bears without Mitch Trubisky, Chase Daniels started this game. He was twenty six to thirty nine, two eighty five, one touchdown, two ints. Uh, Jordan Howard, sixteen carries, seventy six yards. Uh, Tariq Cohen. 12 receptions, 156. Whoever had him in fantasy, I know you did good and you're happy with that. Allen Robinson, five catches, 79 yards. Um, Not really much on the stat sheet to really say, hey, the, the, uh, the Bears, we're going to dominate this game. I mean, we thought defensively that the Bears were going to be up in Eli's face, left and right, sideways, everything. Didn't seem to happen that way. Eli, 19 to 35, 171 touchdown, one INT. Odell Beckham, 101, 49 yards, one touchdown. That trickery, that trickery that BJ was talking about last mm-hmm. show. Where was this at early yeah, in the year? Pretty much. And think about this the Giants are still in the hunt. Yeah, at four and eight. The Giants still have, they got. I don't know how many division games do they have left. I got to look at. I'm gonna have to check their schedule once we get off air. I think I know they they got um they got to come here to FedEx. Um, they have right. A, oh no, they have two. They have um another Dallas. They have a Dallas game to end the season. Then they have a Skins game here. So they have two. Jeez. I think. Uh, yeah. Yep. They have two. Oh man, so yeah, they but and you know, right now the Redskins are wounded. Uh, Dallas is flying high, so who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Uh, Saquon Barkley smacked me and shut my mouth. Twenty-four carries, one twenty-five. Uh, you said this morning. You said it. Saquon's gonna get his numbers. So. And I came right behind you and said, nope, this Chicago defense going to shut him up and treat him like a rookie. Uh, as usual, I was wrong. I mean, I'm not afraid to admit it. Got them numbers, so, man. Yeah, he's showing up dead. Russell Shepard, two catches, 59 yards uh, and a touchdown. Odell Beckham, three for 35 and a touchdown. He was targeted nine times but only had three catches. Hmm. Rhett Ellison, four catches, 42 yards. Um, Sterling Shepard, four catches, 28 yards. Ah, man, even Saquon had three catches for 21. What's your thoughts on the Bears? You think uh, the Bears can rebound from this? Every good team runs into that, you know, a a team that's that's better prepared or, you know, as I uh, quote, you know, said, like, that's going to go the trap game. Every good team, you know, runs into that 
quote unquote trap games. And I think today was the day that the Bears number came up. So no, I think they'll they'll bounce back. Um, you know, Trubisky he'll be back soon. You know, the whole squad will be back together. So you know, it just it's probably was needed. You know, um, sure, you know, you don't want to lose, but I'm sure it was needed. You know, to kind of get them humble them a bit, get them back on track. Indeed, I just I hope I hope that works. They win the next four and go twelve and yeah. four. All right, let's hop back in. Drive on over to Cincinnati. I'm glad this is just a virtual Winnebago and we ain't got to pay for the daggone games, man. <laughs> oh, man, your Denver Broncos pulled a 500 and defeat the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Uh, this is a game nobody – this is another game. We all picked the same way. We all ran with you in the Denver – and we came out smelling like a rose. Case Keenum, 12 of 21, 151. Uh, Philip Lindsay, 19 carries, 157, and two touchdowns. Royce Freeman, 12 for 48. Uh, receiving, Cortland Sutton, 40, four catches for 85 yards. Devontae Booker, I'm sorry, and a touchdown. Devontae Booker, two catches, 38 yards. Emmanuel Sanders, only four catches for 19. It is your team. Give me what you got. Uh, well, I, I think the the star, well, if he's not a star yet, he will be or should be. Is Philip Lindsay? Like this dude's running, man. This dude is like lightning quick, lightning quick. I think I don't think Case Keenum is the long. He, well, I think we all know he's not the long term answer. But you know the fact that if he can continue to play turnover free football, we, you know, we can, we can really be something, you know, um, and in the midst of this three game winning streak, we're showing that we are something, but I, I think it's still more something left to obtain um, as far as our team go. Uh, defense, like our pass rushing attack speaks for itself. Um, leading duo, a uh, pass rushing duo in the league, Chubb and Miller. You know they had. I think they they both picked up another sack um, today. Uh, a piece. Um, Chubb actually had a forced fumble, strip sack. So, hey man, you know I'm 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 proud that you know what I'm saying as a as a Broncos fan that they you know kind of getting it together. I think Vance Joseph, he's definitely off the hot seat. Um, well, he should be off the hot seat. Um, we already eclipsed uh, last season's win total. As far as Cincinnati go, um, man, it's just sad, man. Injuries and, you know, I'm I'm still trying to um, make, you know, sense of, this, of Hugh Jackson coming in. Maybe he is going to replace uh, Marvin Lewis. But it's like, you know, to quote you, it was a, you know, a damn near dumpster fire down there. Cincinnati. Mm. You know what? Speaking of hot seats, Marvin Lewis on the hot seat once again. I mean, this is not the first time in 15 years he's been on the hot seat, but this is one year I can't. I can say you can't blame the coaches for this. I mean, a lot of injuries and injuries play a big part in the team taking a, a losing mm-hmm. skid. 
you lost uh, the Red Rifle. Jeff Driscoll came in for him today, uh, 25-38, one touchdown, one INT. Right. Um, but they got one of the highest number of players on IR. Yeah. Like, come on now. Yeah, that's that's not going to get it done. Then uh, Joe Mixon, 12 carries, 82 yards. Giovanni Bernard, five carries, 14 yards. Um, AJ Green, I heard, is done for the season. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Tyler Boyd. So, yeah, they're going to rely on Tyler Boyd really, really heavy. Six car- uh, six receptions, 97 yards uh, to lead the team. It's not much you can really say about Cincinnati. I mean, I always said the reason why they kept Marvin Lewis around was because of the money. The Brown family does not like to pay players. They don't like to pay coaches. So it is what it is, and I think that's why they keep him around. And to – Agree with what you said a few minutes ago. They brought Hugh Jackson in because he's going to take over that that head coaching yeah. job. No doubt in my mind. Right. And uh, Pittsburgh is up thirteen to zero. I guess pending extra point. I don't even have it on the TV because I didn't want to get distracted. That's pretty much the assignment that Jim and Junie are on right now is Pittsburgh L.A. Chargers. Yeah, I I, I figured they would. Uh, I mean, it's still a lot of ball game left, but. I didn't think San Diego would, you know, fare well and, and you know, playing in Pittsburgh. I didn't think so. All right, let's fire this thing back up. Head on to Detroit with a division leading LA Rams take on the also ran Detroit Lions. Rams take this one 30 to 16 and win their second straight NFC West division title. Congratulations to the Rams. Yeah, man. The Rams, they, um, oh, I, I, they, that squad, but Aaron, um, Aaron Donald, that dude is the MVP. You know, shout out to Mahomes and Breeze and even Gurley, but Aaron Donald, man, that's your MVP and your defensive player of the year. That dude, that dude is like awesome, man. He's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Just, bruh. He, hey, he's he's yeah, sick. Yeah, he's sick. And I, I agree with you with being the MVP. That's no doubt. Um, oh, excuse me. Jared Goff, 17 to 33, 207, one touchdown, one INT. Uh, Todd Gurley, as you mentioned before, MVP candidate, 23 carries. 132 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Robert Woods led the way, five catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown. Brandon Cooks, four catches for 62. I'm, can anybody stop the L.A. Rams? That's my question for you right now. Uh, Honestly, no. You saw what they did to Kansas City. Um, you, you saw the comeback against New Orleans. Um, I think that deficit was just way too much. Um, but if I if I was able to grant them another five minutes, they probably would have came back. Um, nah, man, I, I I don't see nobody uh matching up with the Rams offensively or defensively. Now the, the f- 
follow that up with another Ram question. Do you think the Rams will play uh, New Orleans again in the NFC Championship game? Those are our two best teams. Those one and two right there. In the NFC, I mean. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely it's going to come down to the Rams and the Saints. But uh, my dark horse um, is the Bears because the Bears' defense is nasty, too. They can get it done, mm. so I wouldn't count them out. You know, you know something we need to do? We need to get together and get everybody scheduled together sometime this week before Christmas and start hashing. I mean, I'm talking like old school. We're going to sit in the middle of the floor and throw every team that we got making the playoffs and high playoff. We just need to do a show on just playoff scenarios and how they're going to end up. Because I, I did really bad in the playoffs last year. I went against the Eagles every game, and they won every game. So, I'm just I'm ex- I don't know why I'm just really excited to see what happens in the playoffs, and I'm excited to see the Rams back on top for once. Um, shoot, I'm excited to see Drew Brees in New Orleans on top. So, I mean, that's just me being a fan. On the flip side, the Lions, Matthew Stafford. 20 or 33, 245, a touchdown to interception. Hmm. LeGarrette Blunt grinded out 61 yards on 62 on 16 carries. I'm sorry. Uh Theo Riddick, 8 carries, 32 yards. Levine Tulolo. Toilolo. I think I got hmm. that right. I never get I never get it right. Uh four catches, 90 yards. Uh Kenny Galladay, three catches, 50 yards. Um question for you do you think that the lions are missing golden tape yeah a lot more than what they yeah oh oh my bad go ahead kevin no, no, it's on you it's yeah, on I you think, I, I still think that was a dumb um trade uh you know you give up a a weapon such as a golden tape and it's like now, like Stafford, he's just probably looking around like, damn, who who the hell do I throw to? So, yeah, I think it's going to be a struggle. They, you know, you, best bet is just to finish the season out. Then when draft time comes, you know, get you one of the best wide receivers, you know, or, you know, free agency come up, try to see, you know, who, who's out there. Um, you know, Des Bryant, he might be available. You know, I'm not sure. No, no, no sir, he will not be. Going to retain him. Yes, yes, sir. They said they are cut. He, he. Let me get my. I'm a little excited here, but they said he will be back as a saint next year. They said get well. We're gonna try it again okay, next good, year. Good, good, okay. All right. So yeah, that's this is the first I'm hearing of that, and I'm actually happy because you know he that was that was just crazy how everything unfolded. But uh, and I definitely want to see him back on the field. But yeah, I think as far as the Lions go, you know, just yeah, you got to start over from scratch, basically. Yeah, start from scratch. Yeah. Once again, but uh, I think Matthew Stafford's out of there. I think he's going to request a trade, a release, or something because I think he's tired of losing. All right. Well. Now, last one o'clock game that held a lot more drama than any of the other ones, the Green Bay Packers were at home. The Arizona Cardinals come in to a snowy Lambeau field and defeat 
the Packers. 20 to 17. After this game, Mike McCarthy is fired. Um, Whew, did not see yeah, that coming. Uh, neither did I. And um, I think it, it, it's extremely rare for a coach to be fired on a Sunday. Most coaches are fired on a Monday, but it must have been a, a, a an irate situation for them to fire McCarthy on a Sunday. This is a Super Bowl winning coach, and this is the uh, respect that you show him. Like, yeah, we get it. You know, him and um, A-Rod, they didn't see eye to eye because, of, you know, the game plan or philosophy or whatever. But uh, to fire this man on a Sunday, like, you know, this is, it's kind of classless and assless if you ask me. So, now nah, it's just kind of shocking. But trust and believe, he'll have another head coaching gig next season. I got a short list of ideas where he could wind up. Uh, one of them is probably that's if – the Redskins do not win out because the Redskins are six and five right now. They need to finish the season 11 and five to keep Jay Gruden's job. But if the Redskins do not rent win out, they're going to be looking for a head coach and he might wind up here. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I can see but, that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, 31 of 50, 233 yards. One touchdown. Uh, Aaron Jones, 11 for 36, 11 carries for 36 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Devontae Adams, eight for 93 and a touchdown. Jimmy Graham, eight catches, 50 yards, no touchdowns. Randall Cobb, three for 25. I mean, what more can A Rod do? I mean, I don't see the point in firing uh, Mike McCarthy after this game. Yes, this season has been horrible. Right. You're four seven and one right now at this very moment. You lost to a three and eighteen. I'm sorry, a two and nine team that is now three and nine. But I mean, this season you you have bad seasons. This is not like they've had horrible seasons three, four, five years in a row where they've been stuck five hundred. This Green Bay steps onto the field come week one. They're already a Super Bowl contender. So the firing of Mike McCarthy after this game, it's a head scratcher. Uh, Joe Philbin to take over on an interim basis. I'm sure by the last game of the season, they'll remove that interim tag and proceed forward as Joe Philbin's team. So, I ain't going to play around with it. Let's jump into this 4 o'clock game. We got, uh, what's that, one, two, three, four, four o'clock games. Then we out of here. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs going to Oakland divisional game, and I know you probably had your eye on this one because this is your division. Yeah. Rivals, uh, they beat the Chiefs beat the Raiders forty to thirty three to improve to ten and two, drop the Raiders to two and ten. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Raiders have the worst record in the league. They have the number one pick, correct? That's correct. And this game proved two things. One, um. The Chiefs' defense is bad because the Raiders did put up 33 points against them. So, I don't – of course, you know, their offense – uh, Spencer Ware, shout out to Spencer Ware, you know, you know, back starting again. Um, his numbers were, you know, uh, they weren't Kareem Hunt-esque. But, you know, I, I think well, 
you know, they have to uh, Kansas City. They got to like stay focused because losing Kareem Hunt is pivotal, very pivotal. Like he's a part of their big three, along with uh, Mahomes mm-hmm. and, and uh, Hill. So that's gonna be that's gonna be tough, especially come playoff time. Um, you're gonna need your your money players. Um, also, man, like the Raiders. They just, yeah, they. I, I think they're gonna end up with the number one pick. This is all, but this is all a part of Gruden's plan. So, you know, see how that works out in the future. And you know, and you know what? We we give the Raiders a hard, hard way to go here at the sideline junkies because you went from Super Bowl contender the last two years, mm-hmm. and freak injuries. First, uh, Derek Carr broke his leg, and then he hurt his back against your Broncos. And they kind of sort of fell off a little bit. Then Gruden comes in. You think that's going to push him over the top. And immediately he trades Khalil Mack to Chicago for a first-round pick. Yeah, that's hey, it's been a head, It's been a head-scratch all year, no, correct? definitely. I totally agree. Not really sure about the move. I'm just – you know, it, <laughs> the easy way to say it, he playing Madden. But he got he's taking over a bad which not a bad team. And I'm still trying to figure out why he's taking over and he's doing things you would do when you come in to play, you know, to take over a bad team. You know, you get rid of malcontents and stuff like that. But you had oh, they gave you the keys to a Ferrari. All you did all you had to do was get in and drive and don't strip the keys. That's right. it. No, you're right. Uh, but I, I don't know. And I think once it's all said and done, we probably just sit back and go, ah, okay. But uh, if we do, we do. We don't. Hey, sideline junkies told you so. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Now I'm gonna tell you somebody that needs to change their name to Money Patrick Mahomes. From now on, he got to be referred to as Money Mahomes. Twenty three of thirty eight, two ninety five, four touchdowns. That's his fortieth touchdown he threw this right. year. This dude's the fastest to get forty touchdowns. Passes to get forty TDs. Yeah, and go ahead, go no, ahead, go no, ahead. So yeah, this, this dude, yeah, he he definitely makes a, a hell of a case for MVP. Um, so I think he's gonna get it. Nah, he'll he'll fall short. Um, I think he makes a better case than Drew Brees, but of course I um sticking with my pick, Aaron Donald, um getting the award, but Mahomes, man, that dude, ooh, uh, he. He got game. He got game. Man. Uh, did I, <laughs> I was like, is this who was sitting behind Alex Smith last year? Yeah. Is this the same guy that was sitting behind mm-hmm. him? And like you said, Spencer with 14 carries, 47 yards. Uh, Travis Kelsey. And I think he get ready to take over the best tight end in the league category, you know, that he can really take that number one spot from Gronk. 12 catches, 168, two touchdowns. Mm. Uh, Tyreek Hill only had one reception for 38 yards, two carries for 37 yards, so he was very, very quiet this yeah, game. Yeah, I think they kind of zoned in on him. Mm. I just – I expected a little bit more from him, but, hey, on the flip side with the Raiders – Dirt Carr, not even a bad game. Dirt Carr had a pretty decent game stat-wise. 
29 of 38, 285, and three touchdowns. No interceptions. Yeah. Uh, Muscle Hamster, 18 carries, 61 yards. Doug Martin, one touchdown. Uh, Jalen Richard, six carries, 95 yards. Uh, Jared Cook, another candidate for number one tight end in the league. Seven catches, 100 even, and a wow. touchdown. My man, who I, the last couple of years before this season, I called the best receiver in the league because of what he was able mm-hmm. to do. Jordy Nelson, 10 catches, 97 yards. I know Aaron Rodgers is really missing him. Something terrible. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's, that's, that's rough to let him go. I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you a question, and I'm going to put you uh-huh. on the spot. Now, I, I know this is going to be tough for you because I'm going to ask you about a division rival. If I told you right now I'm hiring you, you're taking over the Oakland Raiders, mm-hmm. what's the first move you're going to make? Now, mind you, I think within the next two drafts, you got five number one picks, mm-hmm. and you possibly about to get a first-round pick coming up in this draft. You're the GM. What you going to oh. do? Oh, first yeah. move. Look for a pass rusher. Uh, Oakland does; they do not have a pass rush, so that's why it's going to be hard for them to win games. Yeah, they beat um, who did they beat? They beat Arizona last week, but that's Arizona, you know. And they came; they gave uh, Cincinnati, I mean Kansas City, a run for their money. But Kansas, I don't know the defense is not that good. I'm, I'm just keeping it real, but. They need a they need a pass rusher. Like most teams in the league have a solidified pass rusher in Oakland, not even close. Well I shoot, you got a scouting department. That's all I'm saying. Now you sitting three thousand miles away. We in a DMV DC area. If you can see that from here, how is it that they can't see that in Oakland? That's that's a lack of just a, a lack of like uh, good scouting or like you know just trying to obtain you know the the type that the particular you know the personnel that you need in order for your team to succeed. So this this whole Oakland thing has tank written all over as far as the season goes. Do I think they? I looked at this schedule. I don't think they're gonna win another game. They're going to finish 2-14. And, and you know what? That might be the grand scheme mm-hmm. of the plan. All right. Let's run on up to Tennessee, the Titans. Damn, they lost this game to the Jets. They won it 26-22. Uh, Josh McCown, 17-30, 128, one interception. Isaiah Crowell, 21 carries, 98 yards. Hmm. Robbie Anderson, four catches, forty-eight. What's the problem with this with this uh this Jets team in your eyes? Uh, no Sam Donald, no Sam Donald. Cause I think Sam Donald gave them a spark at the beginning of the season. Like they were, they beat us, the Broncos, bad. They beat the Colts. They had some good wins to start the season. They even played New England pretty tough, but Sam Donald went out and it's kind of you know I think some of the couple players kind of just checked out in my opinion. From a mental standpoint, I, you know what, I can't. 
say it any better. I mean, you just you you said what it is. That's the absolute problem. No mm-hmm. Sam Darnold. Because you know we talked about it when he came in, and matter of fact, when he played the Broncos, we were saying, you know, hey, this might be your rookie of the yeah. year right here. So we we saw that. I'm just. And he won't be back to what next nope. week. Yep. Oh well, yeah. Yep. Won't be back till next week. I would shut him down for the rest yeah, of the season. Not making the playoffs. Same. Yeah. And this is where uh, the Jets are three and nine after this game. The Titans move up to six and six. Uh, then the Titans are not going to catch uh, 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 Houston. They're not going to catch Houston. So. The Titans just got to – they're going to have to win out and go 10-6 and because Houston's going to finish 12-4. Yep. and four. So – but the Jets, this is the time you start looking at the talent and you start taking your stars and say, hey, it's been a good run. We're, we're done. You start shutting your stars down because the, the Jets playing the AFC right. East. You still got New England. And New England's going to win the division. You're not, you're not going to leapfrog Miami. And you're not even better than Buffalo. So, and you're a game behind Buffalo. So, go ahead and shut it down. Start bringing guys off the practice squad and seeing what type of talent you got. Start planning for next year. But not in no way, shape, or form am I saying, hey, get rid of Todd Bowles. Yeah. Keep Todd Bowles. Yeah, totally agree. Todd Bowles, man, I don't think he's the right man for that job over there. Hey. And when we were looking for a coach in, in here in D.C., I want him. He's a former Redskin. We won the Super Bowl here. So, and defensive-minded at that. So, that's just what I felt about him. Uh, on Tennessee side, Marcus Mariota, 20-35, 282, two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, Derrick Henry, 10 carries, 40 yards. Taiwan Taylor, three catches, 104 yards. Do you think this Tennessee team is for real? Uh, not this. Well, I think they, not this year. Um, I think it's again it's just inconsistent. Like you don't. This is another team. You don't know what you're gonna get. Like yeah, they they got some good ones. They beat Philly. They beat New England. I mean yeah, they beat New England. But got some crazy losses too, man. So, uh, you know, I guess they play to the level of the competition, and you just don't know what you're gonna get from this team. Absolutely, unequivocally, totally agree. We, you know, BJ said it earlier. You kind of sort of, when you pick them, you kind of sit there and you look at them like, ah, ah. But, you know, you kind of go through with them and you kind of ride the wave. But it's like they're missing one piece, two pieces on offense. And then defensively, I don't know. I, I expect a little bit more from them defensively. But, you know, the difference in their defense, no Dick LeBeau. Wow, that's that's the that's the difference. If they had, I don't care if Dick LeBeau is two hundred years old. I still think he's a better coordinator than most of the coordinators you have in the league now, and I mean the young ones, because that zone blitz is undefeated. Um, I mean that's just my personal opinion, and I think anybody that I think Jim and Junie would agree with it because that zone blitz made. Uh, Pittsburgh, a freaking monster in the nineties and the early two thousands. Yeah. So, oh man, moving on to New England, the Patriots come in 
Well, they step into their home and welcome in the Vikings. Vikings lose 24 to 10. Uh, this game was weird, but it was entertaining. I just kind of expected a little bit more from Minnesota than what I got. Yeah, I think uh, Kirk Cousins, He some of the throws were, were kind of forced. And then I think the uh, chemistry between him and, his, and the receivers were a bit off. Um. I know I was expecting Taylor, Thalen, or Taylor, whatever you pronounce it, to have a, a good game, but he gave you uh, some oh, some okay, modest numbers. Um, Dalvin Cook, he you know he was productive, and then um, Stephon Diggs was quiet. He was quiet. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 32 of 44, 201, one touchdown, two interceptions. Dalvin Cook, nine carries, 84 yards. Uh, Stephon Diggs actually led the team hmm. in receptions. I mean, in receiving yards, five catches, 49 yards. Uh, hmm. Dealing, five catches, 28 yards, and a touchdown. But you, I mean, you come to expect more from those two guys than what you get. Oh, yeah. Because. Thielen had a breakout game. What was that? Was it last season or season mm-hmm. before last? I think it was last season. He had a breakout game here in D.C. Nobody knew who Adam Thielen was coming to this game. And he just tortures the Redskins like it's nothing. And he's been continuing on that. And he's kind of sort of made a name for himself in the yeah. NFL. So you expect a little bit more. Yeah, I, I think um, I think they'll bounce back. Um, but I know one thing I was looking at, at the standings in Minnesota. They better put together some wins quick. Because their playoff chances are fading. True indeed. True indeed. If the playoffs started today, and it, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs. Nope. Outside yeah. looking in. And you know something? The NFC, that playoff pitch is a little that that it's murky. It's yeah. cloudy. But on the NFC side, it's kinda it's clearing up a little bit. It's not as, as cloudy on that side, but that NFC, man, it's so many what ifs, and it's gonna come down to tiebreakers and, and and points and wins against. It's gonna come down to so many things. Yeah, we'll, we got to see how it unfolds. On the Patriots side, Tom Brady, twenty four, thirty two, three eleven, one touchdown, one int. Sony Michelle, seventeen carries, sixty three yards. I'm glad he's getting more carries. Yeah. James White had six carries for 26. Rex Burkhead, seven for 20. Uh, Tom Brady broke 1,000 yards rushing for a career yeah, tonight. Running Tom, as they call him and, now. Yeah, man. Whole 1,000 yards, man. That's great. That's just awesome. Like, you, you, they said it. You never, you, we always knew Tom Brady would get in the Hall of Fame with his arm, but now he's going to go into the Hall of Fame as a 1,000-yard rusher. Yeah. Yes, how about that? Hell of an achievement. You know. Uh, Receiving-wise, James White has seven catches for 92. Josh Gordon, three catches for 58 and a touchdown. Cordero Patterson, two catches for 53. Gronk, three catches for 26. Edelman, three for 25. He spread this ball around yes, tonight. I can say that. And shout out to Josh Gordon. Like, this dude went from, like, being suspended for like a season for substance abuse, and now that he's back playing with New England, he's a vital part of their their offense, their game plan. He is like 
and you haven't heard anything negative about him, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Josh Gordon. Hey, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I am too. Just the simple fact that he got it together. I thought he was gonna get it together in Cleveland, but I think the change of scenery might have did yeah. it for him. And that's not saying anything about what's going on in Cleveland, but sometimes it could be a great situation, but you may need to be taken out of that great situation and put somewhere where you don't know anything, no, know anybody, and you have to learn all over again. So Yeah, I agree. Hey, shout out to New Beginnings, yeah. man. Oh, shout out. Uh, update on Pittsburgh and the Chargers, 13-7, with the Chargers with the ball right now, about nine minutes left, I believe. Uh, last game that's been completed today is the San Francisco 49ers flew up the West Coast to go to Seattle to take on the Seahawks, who are surging right now. Seahawks destroyed the 49ers, 43-16. to 16. This wasn't even a contest. I think. And – yeah, Seattle, okay. man, they, they hitting their stride, man. They hitting their stride. If I was the teams in that, that's going to be a dangerous squad come playoff time. Looking across the board at the sideline junkie picks, man, Jesus. Nobody had this going this deep. We all had Seattle, but nobody had it going this deep. So Nick Mullins, 30 or 48, 414, two touchdowns. Uh, Jeffrey Wilson, 15 for 61, uh, receiving. Dante Pettis, five for five catches for 129 and two touchdowns, all for the 49ers. Russell Wilson, 11 to 17, 185, but a whopping four touchdowns. Chris Carson, 13 carries, 69 yards. Uh. Jerron Brown, three receptions, 67 yards and two touchdowns. Tyler Lockett, one catch, 52 yards, but it was four touchdowns. So, like you said, Seattle's going to be dangerous because they will make the playoff, but they're going to be dangerous when they yeah. get in there. Yeah, because their um, their defense, of course their defense is not as, as good as it was when the Legion of Boom existed, but it's – it's serviceable, and Russell Wilson, man, he's he's slinging slinging that ball, man. Yeah, indeed he is, man. He, and he doesn't have to throw it twenty twenty five times for them to right. win. So, well, that's all our time for the night. I mean, that was a we we covered every single game. So, hey, to everybody watching the Pittsburgh. Charges game, enjoy the game, enjoy the Monday night game. Hopefully, we'll be back either Monday night during the Redskin game or Tuesday night. It don't matter. Just hope we back. Hopefully, we're back early in the week so we can break everything else down. Uh, of course, you can hear us here on Anchor, Radio Public Breaker, Castbox, Google Play Music, and Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Podcast, Spotify, Podchaser, Podbean. Don't forget to check us out on. Instagram, Sideline Junkies, uh, Sideline Junkies Colon Podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, Sideline Junkies. And if you have any questions, you want to interact with the crew, you can also hit any DM. You can hit the Twitter DM, the Facebook uh, Messenger. You can hit uh, the 
uh, uh, Instagram DM, you can hit the email, which is sidelinejunkies247.com at gmail.com. And don't forget sidelinejunkies.com. We can, you can contact us there too. So with that being said, um, any final thoughts there, Delonte? Uh, another day of good football. Um, of course, we here at the Sideline Junkies, we took uh, quite a few L's, but you know, it just proves that anything can happen on any given Sunday. But you know, another good day of uh, good football. Looking forward to next week. Hey, indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, jumping off the NFL bandwagon for one second. Look out for my fighting Irish. We're going to the Cotton Bowl to play Clemson come December 29th. So look for my boys. Hopefully we can win this national championship this year. Shout out to Notre Dame. Man. All right, that's it. So everybody enjoy your night. Enjoy your Monday. Uh, just enjoy your week. And be safe. Peace.